You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Oh, baby. Friday. Friday, baby, the weekend. So casual, everybody, and welcome into a casual Friday edition of the DMVR Nuggets podcast. Let's go, baby. Why do I have to be fake vote, uh, Harrison? I need you to join in, Adam. For some reason, I was going for a smooth a- casual I'm, Friday. Let's go. You don't think I want to? You don't think I want a smooth casual Friday? I put my the team above <laughs> myself. You guys both like starting off. I mean, it's a long week. I get it. Um, you know, it's a long we, week. Uh, you're not above it, Adam. What do you mean? My energy is incredible. Are you kidding? I've been podcasting. You day and night. <laughs> All I do is podcast. I'm everywhere right now. Come on, people. Uh, today's show, we're going to have the homie Miroslav on for a little Serbian corner. I can't wait to find what lesson, what lesson does he have for us. Uh, we'll, we're going to find out together. Um, we're going to do a mailbag. Some great questions. I'm not going to lie. You guys know how it is. We throw out a mailbag. Some days, questions aren't so great. Yes, I'm, mm-hmm. am I bullying the audience right now? I'm a little bit bullying. Today, great questions from the audience. Great questions. Uh, some real bangers I can't wait to get to. And then, um, you know, we're going to just start off with some news and notes from around the league. But first, of course, we're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR whenever you sign up. I got the fellows with me. From a new undisclosed roti- uh, location, a traveling man, a man of mystery. Yes. Every night, a new place, jet setter, just flying the globe. It's Harrison Wynn. I'm out here in the beautiful Northwest, Portland, Oregon, out here for oh. a wedding. I'm in search of friend of the show, Blarick. Like I'm, I'm in search <laughs> of him. Still haven't seen him and D-Line in the same place at the same time. So uh, I mean, I, my, my search continues. I, I go to uh, the Growler Company. <laughs> <laughs> there I is think a I see one actually right there at my hotel window. There is a uh, uh, out at, well, at least there was at one point last time I was out there. A great, a Big Lebowski themed Growler bar. So of course, most, like, of, of course, course, the most Portland <laughs> thing you can imagine. Uh, and then of course, joining us, friend of Blarick, it's it's D Line Co. Some people call him there. <laughs> No one calls me anything. Uh, I have no friends in this world. Blarick, you, Harrison, you can all F off. I don't care. <laughs> you do have no friends in this world. That's so true. <laughs> That's a great point. Um, so, guys, I don't know if you've opened up your podcast today. Hopped on with Lo again today, the trifecta. Let's it's funny, go. man. Like, I told you guys this in the in the thing. Like, I just thought to take people. Look, it's off season. We're just going to talk about some behind the scenes stuff today. It's funny, man. I don't know how you guys feel like. I still get nervous for that show. I, it's like, I don't get nervous for very many things. For some reason, that one, it's like, 
it's like that's the one where I feel like you have it, that, that's my NBA finals, you know, like I, that, that, that's the one. So it's kind of funny. Like, and then it went out. I told you guys this last night, as soon as it gets over, like you start, man, I didn't bring up this point. I should have had this thing. I had the stat ready. What, what happened? Um, do you, do you, Harrison, do you ever still feel this way? Like certain moments where you're just kind of like, I, I never, I never stress about anything we do on the show. Like yeah. the show is the easiest thing I do in my life, yeah. but every now and then, like I'll get them on where I'm like, Oh, I'm nervous. Why am I nervous? Oh yeah. Yeah. I get nervous a little bit, you know, some podcast appearances, the occasional TV hit, you know, you know, I say sometimes <laughs> I'm called upon for that. Um, but it, it is weird because I'm, I'm really never nervous in, in this business, like asking a question to Nikola Jokic, like that's a crazy thing to think that I do. If you were to tell me 10 years ago that I'd just be talking to Nikola Jokic after like one of the best games of his career, you, I would think I'd be crazy, but it's not like I'm nervous doing that. It, it, but I, I do get nervous for stuff. Like you're saying, I, I do like how Zach shout out to Zach for having you on. He did stick you at the end of a three guest uh, podcast that he put out today. Also, arguably the slowest week of the year for NBA news. And no, like, yeah. whatever. Not he did stick you at the end of a magic. And then I assume he had Kendra on to talk about the Warriors and, yeah. and Nuggets episode. Oh, Shout man, out, Zach, Nuggets behind the Orlando magic. You're right. I didn't yeah. even think of this. What the, that's a new low. God damn it. I can't believe I agreed to do this appearance with that. I should have told him, no, I'm not doing this. Eric, what's the most nervous you've ever been? Have you ever been nervous to do something? Sure. Like? Really? Of course. You remember how much you were making fun of me before we did the first episode of Online with D-Line? And I was like super nervous because I've That's never right. done anything that. remotely close to it. And then I was just being thrown out, like uh, not only to be on a show, to host a show, to invent the show, to have guests, to host uh, with people there live. Yes, it was really nerve wracking. I mean, I, I'm good. To, when I just respond to things, um, I get nervous. Of course, I mean, I, 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 I am human. If you cut me, I will bleed, Adam. <laughs> One of the few times I've been nervous in this job, though, is asking Greg Popovich question. Oh, I no was question. actually very nervous for that because I did get popped once, once upon a time. Another time, he gave me a great answer. So that is one time I've been nervous. This in this gig, man, honestly. I've been in it for 10 years. And this is the thing, like, even I'm not perfect on, you have to not care about those things. It's weird yeah, man. because it's your, your job, job. your yeah. job is to be like, as a personality, your job is to be either liked some people, their jobs to be hated. Like James Merrillat plays the heel on purpose. You know, like he's very good at what he does stirring, you know, Kisla, same thing. So it's different, but most people, they have to be like, like, especially with us, you know, you know, you have to be on, or you have to be this or that. But at the same time, paradoxically you have to not care what people think like there's going to be people that are just like you know what i don't like adam i don't think he's good and then you read it and you're like what the hell this guy doesn't know but you just have to and i'm nine years or eight years or something like that into this now definitely better than i was before but to eric's point we're all human we still bleed like there's still like people will say things and you're like oh how sad i work so hard at that and somebody's yeah. like it's trash but you got to forget about it because life just moves on you know you just, i'm telling yeah, you, you people People don't know what these athletes go through because for them, it's a thousand times more. And it's so easy for us to be like, what do you care if Twitter user Greg, you know, whatever, you know, says you suck. But like these guys, it just it does affect them. Like you just know it does. It's very hard to rise above. Um, I also did the uh, athletics show, Andrew Schleck show today. They they do trivia. 
you've, yeah. you've been on I, before, I, I, I think. I've many, done trivia with them on their show before. How yeah. many did you? How many did you get right? Uh, less than half. It's tough trivia. I got one out of eight right. I got one <laughs> yeah, out of eight right. And I missed a super easy one. Like that's the thing. But now I get the steps. Everybody comes on the steps and they're like, "I'm going to win," and then they miss like the second or third, you know, question. It's because it is harder, like being on the spot, especially like you think like they're going to ask me something that requires like a certain type of knowledge. And then they'll ask like a Jersey number and you're like, Oh, well, um, yeah. Wait, what? Or stat. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're like nice question, Brendan. This is the third question. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the assistant coach for Jeff Green's <laughs> freshman high school? You're like, what? This is number four. What are we doing here? Um, so that one, like, again, I just feel like today uh, all excited to get to, you know, all excited to do these shows. And then I just feel like you bomb. Um, speaking of bombing, well, that was a terrible segue. <laughs> was... Oh God, that got dark real quick. <laughs> no, not not actually bombing. I have an Speaking incredible clip though for everybody. I have to share screen on this though. I have to share screen. Let me go down here. You hit that share screen button. Chrome tab. We need audio. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know? Do you guys see this? Stephen <laughs> A. The man is everywhere. But did you know he was on? Let me see. What was it? A general hospital this morning. General Hospital is still going. It, it will ev- go forever. It, th- th- this is this will outlast. This is a us. new episode of General Hospital. So, wow. Eric, every episode, based episode, on this yeah. still, still right here, what would you guess that Stephen A is talking about right now to this to this fellow? I would think that he was explaining why the Knicks are about to rebound <laughs> and and be a dominant force in the East again. So he's playing himself, in your opinion, here. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like I. I've only seen him making this face when he's telling one of the other co-hosts that they're wrong about the Knicks. No, he, he's like, this is why the New York Knicks should only give up three first round pick swaps for <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. All right, let's play the tape. I'm going to say it for you, whether you want to hear it or not. One man, two women. Oh, Sonny, it's one too many. <laughs> i feel like that's i feel like that's three too few is that what we, <laughs> no idea what the context is of the rest of this conversation but that i don't want to know first of all that was some real acting from Stephen a the oh, man has range incredible what? i mean that's what he does every day on espn like he could have been saying Donovan Mitchell, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson. That's that's one too many super that's one too many egos in the New York Knicks locker room. <laughs> this is what I want. Like I want DNVR to succeed. I don't, you know, take over the world, take over the country, take over sports media, whatever. That'd be great. Really, I just want to raise to the level of prominence that I get to do weird stuff like this. That like Casa Bonita asked me if I want to do a dive. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll be a celebrity dive guest at Casa Bonita. Why not? Of course I'll do it. Like, this is a Mr. Denver now. Like, of course I'll do it. So I just want that level of fame. Maybe I can appear on certain like Denver themed television shows or what have you. That's that, that's where I want to go. <laughs> we can make Adam, we can definitely make this happen. We will make you some phone calls. Have- You'll be diving into that co-ridden cesspool that is the diving area at Casa Bonita sooner than you think. Don't worry. <laughs> The next one I have on the topic here. So people don't people that know me very well, which is very few people. Does anyone people fit that does description? Anyone truly know me. People that know me know that I've only talked about one thing over the last week. My favorite all-time television show, The Rehearsal. Absolutely great. <laughs> Nobody to talk about it to. So we have to talk about it. I just wanted to put a little a little a little plug in here because if you don't know, 
Harrison, are you familiar with the rehearsal? I know it's the new show from Nathan Fielder. I've watched Nathan for you. I have not watched the new one. How where are you at on Nathan for you? Are you a, a fan? I, I kind of feel oh, like you're yeah, not a, you are. No, a fan. no, no, no. I am. I am. I mean, how can you deny it? The guys, the guys, ridiculous. Here's why I'm bringing it up because it's Friday. It's Casual Friday. We'll have a little fun before yeah. we get to Nugget stuff. But honestly, I think he's the most genius human alive right now. It's like he's number one. I don't even know who's number two. Really, he's number one. I'm telling you, the man is. He is in a tier by himself. In a Hold tier on. by himself. If if he is in fact the most brilliant human being right now, and all we do is scream at billionaires for not fixing the world, shouldn't he be putting his smart, like his top human brain towards solving <laughs> water issues in Africa and not just uh, making elaborate uh, like it's setups? So true. To he uses manipulate his people in essentially. a very dumb way. <laughs> a very dumb way. Somebody said that he's like um, a Batman villain, but one that doesn't do crimes. <laughs> yeah, like, like totally true. banal. Totally. <laughs> if you don't know the show. I almost don't want to, but if you just know Nathan's work, I'll even talk about Nathan for you. <laughs> I like, you're like, we have to talk about the rehearsal. Don't want to give any details. We're going to talk we, about this for a very high level. And <laughs> I'm serious though about this. Cause I always love, like we know with DNVR, we're trying to create something out of nothing. Right. I always like when artists or, or entertainers make something that doesn't exist. Like his style of, of show is there's nothing like it. There's not another show yes. that has thought of it. And I don't think mm -hmm. anyone could, it's sort of a hidden camera show of sorts or fake documentary. Only he's the only one in on the joke. Like nobody else is fully in. Everybody is kind of partially in. They get different aspects of it, but nobody actually sees the whole, the whole play or performance the way that, that he does. And nobody else could pull this off. I couldn't come on here and do a show where only I knew the script. You guys would figure it out right away. Like, okay, Adam's doing a weird thing today. Somehow he does this and gets all these people going and it's just absolutely brilliant. So, I don't know. Eric, you have anything to add to it? Uh, yeah, I, I have watched the rehearsal. Uh, you and I talked about it last night. We absolutely made Dwayne here in the office swear on his life that he would watch it uh, so we could talk about it today. It is, um, you just have to watch it. It's it's like unbelievably uh, detailed and then also so insanely banal. And it's like the most planned and most like elaborate nothing you've ever seen in your life. It's simultaneously the fakest reality show and the most real <laughs> piece of art ever. Like it's at the same time, it's the fakest and most real thing ever. Yeah. It's ridiculously absurd, wildly hilarious. At one point I'm ready to cry. Like it's like, oh, well, yeah. you're just like, you're so emotional. And then at one point your palms are sweaty because you're watching, not to give anything away, you're watching this one, it's not even a character. He's a guy that doesn't realize he's on a TV show, basically. You're watching him try to do something he's been building up toward and he's stumbling. And you're just like, palms are sweaty. You're so, your heart's racing. Mom's <laughs> spaghetti, dude. And, and you're just like, what the hell? Why am I so emotional right now for this? What is arguably the dumbest show that could possibly be made? So anyway, yeah, I had to talk. It's one of those things like, and it's funny because I've searched on Twitter. You guys ever do this where you search a player's name or you search, search something just because you're like, I want to see what the people yeah, are talking about. Sure. Everybody's talking about it the exact same way, which is what I love. They're like, I can't find anyone to talk about this show with, and I can't stop talking about it. I just bringing it up to strangers. This is how I, I've just been texting every friend I have from any part of my life. And I'm like, hey, have you watched this? Can, can we talk right now? <laughs> they're like, who is this? New, yeah, new phone, who this? Nobody's yeah. watched it, so... I knew I was in on him when uh, in his previous series, he made the viral video about the pig saving the goat. 
the pig saving the drowning goat. Yeah. It's the best episode ever. <laughs> so good, man. It's so good. Anyway, the rehearsal to me is a rare television show that first the pilot episode that gets a 10 out of 10. To me, it is the it's a it, wow. it's not that it's the best show ever, it's that it's just there can't be a show better than it. There's shows that have matched it in different categories. That's what yeah. I gave the pilot episode of Entourage. Wow, Miroslav appears. <laughs> you, you didn't text me about the, the rehearsal. Did you watch right? it? Yeah, I did. Oh, let's go! <laughs> let's go, Miroslav! Oh, I'm so hyped right now. Give me the breakdown. Uh, I mean, it's super interesting. I, I, didn't, I didn't find it hilarious what? at all. I didn't find it hilarious, but it was a super interesting kind of a experiment, social experiment. So I did like it. The way he, the trivia part, I'm just going to there. To me, I'm like, God, I had to like pause. I was laughing so hard the first time through. <laughs> I had to stop like uh, at it. Um, well, all right. You know what, Miroslav? I'm docking you a few points here for, for not being as infused. Yeah, you now got two as... points. Yeah, you got two points because you watched it, but because you didn't find it funny. You, you got those four points. Three points. Take it away. Yeah, you're, you're simply the acquaintance, Miroslav, now. You've, you've lost the homie status. Always keeping it real. So, what you going to do? <laughs> oh man, you guys are the worst. Um, the last thing on here, you know, I think everybody who follows the Nuggets in some capacity hops on Reddit, whether it's frequently, infrequently, whatever. But like Reddit is the greatest sort of consolidation of like major news. Like if 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 you missed a day, if you were camping and away from your phone, and you're like, I want to see what happened. Reddit always has because of the way it works. You'll always get this. And on top of that, it has a good community, some really funny people. Um, you know, the homie Alec Gwynn, who's like the meme master of, of, of the Nuggets, runs it and does a very good job curating it. One of the things I saw yesterday was a topic of some, somebody was asking, like, how does DNVR exist? <laughs> They're like, it's this company that has like 25 employees. And how does that work? And then you see all of these responses to people that don't know it and are just starting to say some things like one of the things I heard. And it's something that always bothers me whenever I hear it. Somebody says, oh, they exist because they don't pay their writers or something like that. Insane. First of all. You know, you think we like lured Ryan Green away from CBS television to like with like, hey man, you want to not get paid? You want to get paid in vibes? <laughs> yeah, you want to get paid in vibes or something? Like, no, like I'm very proud. I, I almost get upset with that because I'm very proud of the fact that DNVR does pay people. Like this industry mm -hmm. is full of companies that don't pay their employees. DNVR employees not only are paid, they have health benefits. Like almost unheard of here. And again, that was done as a choice. That wasn't a thing that like, Oh, we have to do it. Like that was a choice um, that the company's leadership, namely Brandon Spano, was like, no, I, if we're going to do this, I want to be able to do it this way. So I just wanted to go over it because then some people were like the bar. That's where it all is. Honestly, we have advertisers. You know, it's a big part of our, our, our business. We have merchandise sales from that genius down there is a big part of our gene uh, of our of, of our business. We have subscription. You know, we get money from people who subscribe and it's actually what the the easiest and best way for you to support us some people do it because they absolutely love the content which i think is you know we have some of the best stuff behind the paywall but then on top of that some people just subscribe because they want the other perks that come with membership deals on on merchandise and access to events the discord channel this or that and then some people do it the same way you would do a patreon or something where they're just like hey i don't consume too much content, but we just support you guys. So we have, you know, a lot income from, from that as well. Uh, we do have bar revenue. Um, 
what else, Eric? Like, the, the, you, we we honestly didn't make any money from the bar. The bar was self-contained and it ran itself, and <clears throat> that's not even a real revenue source for us. It's like well, we, the, well, the, some of this is some of this is the pandemic. Like, yes, of course. It, it was but I mean, I'm the, saying like I'm saying like the the bar is not how we stay right. alive. The bar is how we energize our base. The bar and it was is funny because I saw some people say like the bar is where they make all their money. Everything else is a loss. And I was kind of like, <laughs> it's funny what true. people just make up. They're like, I don't know, it's, but I'm gonna well, give the answer. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, the, our our business works the same way any business in this world works in that what we are doing is attracting eyeballs and eyeballs are valuable to a great many people, people that want people to see something, something they're selling, a service that, that exists. And so if we can get people to come and look at something and then we can sell that to people that are you know, like a Breckenridge Brewery or a DraftKings or anybody. It's, it's a lot of it is advertising. So it's just like a, in a radio. It's like asking how a radio station works. How do they do? Right. How does KOA well, stay in business? Look, look. People think that, or maybe some people think that, like we don't get paid anything because that's just the narrative on sports. That's media like SB Nation and writers, yeah. and there's a lot of truth to that for sure. Like throughout the industry, absolutely, but. It is one of the special things about DNVR, I think. Like, we operate like a real media company. I mean, we are. You know, we pay our employees a very, you know, fair wage. Like, I feel like we, we pay a competitive wage. And, like, I didn't think I'd be making what I am in sports media at this point in my life just based on, you know, how the last 10 years in this industry have gone. But I feel incredibly blessed to, to be making what I am at DNVR. Absolutely. And a big part of that is that Brandon Spano is a really good salesman. Like he just, that's his like gift. Everybody in life has a gift. His gift is like selling. And then a part of that is also our angle has been building community and, and really trying to connect with our audience. And when you connect with people, you know, they reciprocate that love. And that's really been a long part of it. I mean, Super chats are literally a tip from people saying, hey, we appreciate you. Here's money. We don't, we're not even asking for them. People just send them to us. And it's the same with subscriptions. It's the same. We'll do a party bus and we'll almost always get some uh, benefactor who's like, hey, here's five tickets to the game that you guys could just give out because I like what you guys do. Like we actually get a lot of that. And that's just part of our MO. Like we, of course, it's a business. Of course, we're here to make money. But we're also like very conscious of, hey, what we're doing is real. And if it's not real, it's not one, it's not going to sell. But also, it's just not going to be a good thing. And I think people recognize that the longer you're around. Yeah. I mean, we've had because <clears throat> I saw another thing that was on there that said something like employees are disgruntled. We've had, I think, two people <laughs> quit, two people get Dude. fired in four years. Like, it's insane. Like, you think people be fleeing this company instead? That's a people, pretty ridiculous is, retention. This, is, this is people's absolute dream job. It's like we make dreams come true. If you work at DNVR, you are so happy. Like, the people that, uh, like Dwayne, for example, who we just hired, we were like making a joke. We're like, well, I'm probably going to have to cut down the old art department yesterday to him. He's like, uh, you're going to have to drag me out of here. Like I'm not leaving. There's no chance. Like, and Dwayne is like worked for 20 plus years. Like, yeah, he's not. He's not like his first job or something. Like this is, you know, this is a thing. So anyway, I just you saw that. I don't like to hop in those because, like, as much as I participate in Reddit, I don't want people to feel like I'm like monitoring their comments or, or anything like that on any board. Like on Twitter. <laughs> I just want to. If you tag me on Twitter, if you tag me on Twitter, I assume you want me to talk to you. If you just talk about me on Twitter, I assume you don't want to talk to me. And I'm like, hey, I'll stay out of that that one. So I didn't want to do there, but. On our platform, I definitely thought, I just thought if people were curious how we do it, that's how we do it. That there's no secret. There's nothing nefarious. It's just that. So, 
Um, all right, let's take a break. On the other side, Miroslav is going to educate us on Serbia ahead of our trip out there. <laughs> Guys, make sure to sign up for Ivaca TV before the Nuggets tip off in the fall. Go to ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Use the promo code DNVR. You get $10 off your first three months. No contracts, no hidden fees. You can get those first three months for only $15 a month with the promo code DNVR. Free receiver, they throw that in as well. Go to evaca.tv slash DNVR. They've got Altitude Sports, AT&T Sportsnet, other national channels as well. They've also got the DNVR channel. You can watch us on there. Go to evaca.tv slash DNVR. Uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook, the action never ends, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Tons of stuff to bet on right now. Baseball, golf, MMA, same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, whatever you want to bet on. DraftKings Sportsbook has it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR. Make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, back here, segment two. And shouts to Aaron Patterson. I just mentioned there's two people that have quit. One of them, Aaron Patterson, you know, moved on just <laughs> to, to something else. And he's like, I'm here watching the show. So there you go. I got to show you. Like, this, Shout this out here. Every Great employee dude. walks around disgruntled and feels like, come on, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. You if you want, if you want the real dirt, dirt, get in on, yeah, talk to Aaron. He'll be like, yeah, they're pretty fine. They're cool. I, I got a better opportunity. <laughs> uh, so shouts to Aaron. Good to see you as well, man. Um, a quiet lurker. I didn't even know. Um, Miroslav. Enough about us. Tell us about you. <sighs> I'm sick of us. Yeah, I'm I'm 5'10", 225. <laughs> married <laughs> with two children. You're 5'10". For some reason, Miroslav, I thought you were like 6'3". Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do Dude, feel like 6'3". I've, I've, never felt, <laughs> I've never felt a closer kinship with Miroslav. And I felt what I thought was the closest of kinships. But now I feel like... We might look at the two of us together. We are oh my God, the same, same person, really. We are, we are practically b- brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But you are older than me, and I'm quite old. So, oh, isn't, wow. that, sad? Ooh, isn't that sad for you that you're that you are younger than I am? <laughs> so, tell us what okay. do we have to learn? I every week you give us a real lesson here. What do we uh, what do we got today? Yes, we are, we are going super educational this time around. Welcome to Serbian Corner, and we are going to talk today ranking Yugoslav and Serbian most successful team sports. Oh, baby. Ooh. So, right. the Serbian fans always bug everybody with the term playing the right way, which basically means playing like a team where individual success is always secondary. I, I, first, time out. First of all, yeah. everybody talks about sports that way. I, I love that you're like, it's a real Serbian no, thing no, no. that we just no, no. I just want together. to say we are really tiring with it. We, <laughs> okay. really, we are really pushing the narrative. You know that. Okay. All right. Oh, so it's kind of strange uh, to me why this concept needs any explanation when we speak about team sports, but that discussion would take too much time. 
the simplest way to explain why the Serbs and Yugos previously have so much interest in team sports, we kick ass in those sports for the last 70 years, especially if we talk about oh medals God. in per capita terms. Miroslav is slowly evolving into just every Serbian. <laughs> He's just yeah. a faceless, nameless Serbian troll now. <laughs> Miroslav, I also got to say this. This is great information. They do teach you here in America... Um, Less is more when it comes to words on PowerPoint presentations. You don't want to. You don't want to be le- reading off the slide. I was. I was taught once. Listen, man. I, I wrote this like a week ago, so I have okay. no idea yeah. what it says. So I need it's, to read it. It's been it. really good so far. Though. <laughs> so using the magic of spreadsheet calculators, and who doesn't just love that? I've made a hundred percent unbiased ranking of most successful team sports in Yugoslavia and Serbia. And by the way, I've listened to a really cool. Uh, cool interview by Svetislav Pesci, Serbian national team coach, recently, who said that the people from Yugoslavia are extremely talented for team sports on small fields. So not all team sports, as you will see in like just a soccer. minute. Yes. So yeah, look, look. we're not really good at soccer, even though we, we think we're really good at soccer, we, we <laughs> suck <course>. really hard <laughs> in soccer. It, it's, yeah, you just haven't, you know, had the right the right competition. Can we can we say what it is? What it really is is that Serbs are tall. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It is. Another thing is what what uh, what Coach Pesci said is is that for some reason people from this area are really good in small spaces. This is the explanation why we have so many great big men. So many. I mean, look at the the profile of this of centers in the NBA. I mean, you have. You know, more, more centers from Yugoslavia than from the USA. I mean, you know, on the top level. So, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with Coach Pesic about it. Do you feel like so, less of a Serb as a 5'10 man? <laughs> yeah, I know. I already I already told you I'm really disappointed in, in my <laughs> gene transfer, transfer from, from my his, elders. His name is Little Owl, Eric, not Big That's Owl. True. That's, That's true. That's true. Listen, fair. That's right. Yeah, but and Mislav is also a little oh, and he's like six six. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Man. Six six, jeez. Yeah, six 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 seven, six, something eight. like that. He's six, huge. Eight, all right. Okay, so I was awarding points for each medal won in the Olympics, World Cups, and European Championships for national teams combined for men and women because we have some great women sports as well so number five football not your football we've been through this so (laughs) soccer so this is the last great yugoslav team from the world (laughs) cup in 1990 and and yeah how will this aid us in our trip just curious (laughs) you you need to have the full full context of of Okay. Of, uh, I just so well, understand if we are if we find ourselves in a bar and we get to talking yes. and the subject is ranking the sports that Serbians are good at. Okay, so number no, five, no, Eric, this is just casual information to throw out during a conversation. Like you could go, you remember that World Cup Serbian team? I think they're like the fifth best Serbian <laughs> team ever in sport. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with that. Why? Yeah. Because football team or soccer team only have two European silver medals, one Olympic gold, three Olympic silver medals, and one Olympic bronze. Note, the Olympics are the least important competition in football. So they only get 20 Miroslav points. (laughs) Fair. Fair. Let's go on. Number four. 
volleyball, shouts to Olympic champion Chris Marlow for volleyball. <laughs> and you can see both men and women teams in volleyball. Much more success in the Olympics. One gold, one silver, two bronzes. In World Cup, one gold, one silver, two bronzes. European Championship, six golds, nine silvers and nine bronzes. Enough for 59 Miroslav points. Wow. 59 wow. Miroslav points. Holy yes. smoke. Now it gets interesting. So I want you to remember these numbers. So football, 20. <laughs> we will. Don't worry. We will Volleyball, remember every 59. one of these numbers. Sure. Number three, handball. Also oh, great, a world great teams in both, in both uh, men and women competition. In the Olympics, three gold medals, one silver medal, one bronze. In the World Cup, two gold, five silver, seven bronze. In the European Championship, one silver and one bronze. Enough for 62 Miroslav points. <laughs> you can see how close volleyball and handball yeah. are. So it was Those a close race for numbers three. Quite a few Miroslav points being doled out. Yeah, yeah. pretty. pretty handball pretty. is the coolest sport you've never watched, though. Super underrated. It's really Fair good. Enough. It's really good, and uh, uh, since Yugoslavia broke up, Serbia didn't have a lot of success. We had a couple of, couple of medals. On the other hand, Croatia was crushing it. Uh, recently, they've got a lot of gold medals recently, so kudos to them. So Yugoslavia was amazing. Croatia is still really, 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 really good, and Serbia is, uh, is you know, lacking a bit in handball. But we'll see what will the future Bring us number two. This has to be water polo. I knew it was going to be water polo. Yeah, water polo. polo. Look at these beautiful 250-pound beasts. If you get in a pool with any of these guys and they try to drown you, they will drown you. Cool. So this, is, this, <laughs> this is really, really awesome thing about them. Their tally, five Olympic golds, five Olympic silvers, three bronzes, Five golds on World Cup, two silvers, five bronzes. European Championship, eight gold, eight field, field eight silver, five bronzes. Enough for 135 Whoa. Miroslav points. Wow. So many Miroslav points. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, water polo is a great sport, one of the oldest Olympic sports. And they're trying to kick it out of the Olympics because it's not very popular worldwide. They're like six nations that are really good at water polo and nobody else outside of that. So they're trying to, to cancel them. But because it was one of the first ones, they're still hanging on and hopefully for a lot, long time in the future. Number one. Can you guess uh, this one? It Would it be, that be basketball? Number one. Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> basketball! Let's go! <laughs> Both guys and girls, great success throughout the history of basketball. This team on the left is a, a 2002 world gold medalist. I don't know if I ever mentioned this on this team on this show. <laughs> so and the other, the other team here. My girls. favorite part is that, that they always bring it up as if it's like a painful memory of the U.S. <laughs> Like nobody even knows about it. We're like, what year was that? Oh, yeah, after, we're like after. Oh, because we won gold last time, the time before that. Which yeah, it was, like... it's 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 painfully long. Twenty years. We are waiting been, for like, another exactly goal. two years where the U.S. has cared about international competition. Nineteen ninety-two and two thousand eight. Those are like the yeah. only years anybody has ever like been like. We better get it. Every other year, yeah. but it's like, what is this? It always thing? comes after they lose in embarrassing fashion four years earlier. Thousand percent. 
Except for 2002, which nobody even knew about. Yeah, nobody yeah. cared. Yeah, yeah. The, the, no, I, I, I will not comment on that anymore. Let's go to the medals. One Olympic gold, and it actually was was a pretty lame Olympic gold, to be honest. It happened in Moscow in 1980 when the US didn't play. So I have to give that caveat for that. Six silver medals, three bronze medals, Mickey Mouse and World Cup, five gold medals, which is exactly the same as many the US have. Five silver medals, two bronze medals, and in the Olympic uh, European Championships, 10 gold medals, 11 silver medals, seven bronze medals. And look at this, 136 wow. Miroslav points, just one more than water polo. Holy wow. This is very believable. <laughs> very that close. was super, super close. I, I, I really had no idea where this will break because waterfall guys, they're just amazingly good. Yeah. Okay. The Miroslav point system makes more sense than the NBA MVP voting points. Yeah. Yeah. A million percent. I, they should actually I agree. off of Miroslav points. Yeah, this, right. this is yeah. the only unbiased uh, points uh, <laughs> tally there is. Next I'll week. <laughs> I'm really diving into Comic Sans this week. Okay, next week. Power ranking Serbia's most deadly shrooms. Wow, that's going to be incredible. <laughs> this wow, is absolutely integral info. Wow, we, is this what we're doing? Um, that was great. Miroslav, an underrated part of that presentation. I don't know if you noticed this, Eric. I feel like the uniforms, they have a very Pepsi-ness to them. Like, yeah, because red, white, and blue are the colors of Serbia, and they use but those uh, specific colors. Yeah. And then, like, if you see them all, they almost each look like a different era of Pepsi can. <laughs> so I who, thought I would. I thought who, you were going to be with me on this. I thought who copied well, I, who? Sure who copied who? Come on, how old is Pepsi? It's <laughs> a great point. Who copied who? We'll never truly know. Um, Miroslav, that was as always. That was fantastic stuff. Thank you. Can you tell us real quickly this game on August 25th, Jokic, Giannis, because uh, to set the stage, I'm learning this stuff too. There's a couple friendlies earlier in August teens. Jokic not expected to participate in those. Is that right? No, no, no. He, he will participate in those for sure. He will, he will join the national team, I think, on August 4th, something like that. So this Vacation's is almost over. He's probably still 20, bummed right now. 28 days before the start of European Championship. This is, this is how... how long before the, the tournament he's allowed to participate by the NBA rules and yeah of course he will play in those I mean he might not play in all three of those games but I would expect him in at least two of those three games uh, for the preparation and then after that he will surely play in those two qualifying games it's a really really shitty job FIBA did there because they've made this they call this FIBA windows where they can use uh, uh, dates for national team games even though it, they don't make sense to be held in that because right before the European Championship you don't want right. your team to peak in, in right. form and condition and they have to right. do it because these these games are, are of extreme importance because Serbia had some, some pretty bad losses in, in the previous windows because they didn't uh, they couldn't count on all of their best players and now they have to win like in five of the remaining six games in these World Cup uh, qualifiers. And if they don't, they will just not play in the World Cup, which is which is super shitty. They they could win European gold and then just don't play on on a 
World FIBA Cup, so which, dumb. FIBA which so by dumb, the way, man. yeah, by the way, World Cup has like 32 teams, I think. It's really big, big, but only eight teams from Europe, which is also a really, really shitty decision by FIBA. They want to popularize basketball worldwide, so they're giving a lot of slots oh, in World right, Cup right, right. For, for, let's call them lesser nations or nations from, from areas. <laughs> Where, basketball nations, Less, lesser on. nations, <laughs> lesser there, but... basketball nations. Thank you, thank you, thank you for keeping me on, on the right. Almost went in the work. But this game on the 25th, I mean, just so everybody knows, we're trying, we hope that we can get our trip, you know, off the ground and during that time. So, it, in theory, there's a chance we're going to be watching Jokic Giannis in Belgrade, which would be the coolest, the coolest MFing thing of all time. It'd be great, especially on a game that, as you mentioned, is kind of important. Like that one will be a Tense game. You feel com- confident. I know that, as you do always. <laughs> it's one of those ones where if Serbia lost, it would be crushing. Uh, yeah, of course, it would be. It would be a devastating loss, especially because Greece have a better score before this game. So if they win, they will just knock knock Serbia out of the competition and uh, uh, create a really good position for them. And. Uh, it will be probably some, 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 somewhere between 15 and 20,000 people in the stands. I don't know how many tickets they will sell. They can you know, sell anything between 20, 10 and 20,000, depending on what. thing is, they don't want to earn money selling these tickets. The tickets will be pretty cheap. They want to get significant uh, help from the stands uh, in Belgrade. And Belgrade, to be honest, wasn't a really, really great host to the national team in recent years, especially if the games didn't matter a lot. So they used to play a lot of uh, games in Novi Sad, in Niche, for instance. Mm. Niche is especially a really good place uh, for national team to play. But because this game is super important and because we expect, of course, Yanis to play in this game as well, it should attract enough uh, people to, to fill out the Belgrade arena. Uh, how how we call it, and uh, it should be really really good. It will not be as of a, as a, a flaming atmosphere that you could uh, imagine if it was the the real European Championship or World Championship. It's still a qualifying game. It's not it's not as big of a deal. So I think it will be uh, a nice uh, almost family family kind of uh, atmosphere on the stands. Oh, a family, he says this, and then we're going to have like flare flung at us. <laughs> yeah. and like, oh, family atmosphere. Thanks. Uh, Miroslav, I really great, hope so. <laughs> great stuff, man. We appreciate it. See ya. All right, Harrison, take us in the break. I got a prediction for Serbia, Greece, though. Serbia by 20. By yeah, 20. let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Guys, make sure to pick up some Breck Bruce Seltzers. For this weekend, look, it's Friday. Got to head into the weekend right with some Breck Brew Good Company seltzers. They've got lemonade uh, seltzers as well. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator on the Breckenridge Brewery website. Breck Brew is the official beer of DNVR. Make sure to pick up some Breck Brew wherever you go. But also, make sure to find some Breck Brew Good Company hard seltzers. I love them. I think it's the best thing Breck Brew is putting out right now. Also, if you're in search of some pizza in the Denver area, check out Sexy Pizza. They're as local as it gets. 13 years in the Denver community. It's hand-tossed. It's a deck oven pizza with made-from-scratch each morning dough. They've got awesome pizzas. They've got great sides. The garlic knots are awesome. 
They've got really good salads as well. Go to www.sexy.pizza to order or you can pick up. They got locations in Cap Hill, South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill. A Trinidad, Colorado location as well. They also do really good stuff for the community. You can check out their about page uh, at www.sexy.pizza for information and for their donations link. Uh, If you're looking to have Sexy Pizza support your organization or event, they do that as well. Just go to their website and check them out today. Gothard DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week real quick right here. I'm looking at the sixth man of the year odds on DraftKings Sportsbook. Much to my surprise, Bones Highland has the fifth lowest odds for six man of the year plus 1800. I still think that's a sneaky good bet because Bones Highland, he's going to come off the bench most games, so he'll be eligible, but I bet he's also going to start a lot of games for Denver when they're resting Jamal Murray. So I think that's a decent bet to throw a unit on. Bones Highland for the sixth man of the year for the DraftKings pick of the week. All right, back here, third se- third and final segment. If you guys missed yesterday's show, Eric, I loved it. No, I don't always listen back to our shows. A hater's guide, that was fun, man. That was very fun. <laughs> uh, listen, I shine in not every uh, – <laughs> arena in life but when asked to give my hateful explanations for nba teams that's one of the places i do shine in this world (laughs) harrison give us your three most hated teams of 2022-23 number one is los angeles lakers of course i mean i I didn't even know if i had to say that you did though number two number two number two is the Los Angeles Clippers. <laughs> like you were to stay in LA. <laughs> okay. Keep it local. Number three. You number got like three. Phoenix, you've got Minnesota. You've got Portland. The Phoenix Suns. It's the All Phoenix right. Suns. All of Harrison's hate exists within like 300 miles of each other. Yeah. Like it's, just, right yeah it's just that area of the country. I oh, want to throw Portland. Sorry. I want to throw um, – <laughs> for now. I want to throw Minnesota in there. I just can't, though. I can't what? I can't do it. Yes. I can't hate Minnesota. Give it, give it time. Give it time. I, Speaking I of Minnesota, man. we have some breaking news. Uh, Wilson Chandler, one of my favorite nuggets, is uh, apparently going to be a member of the Minnesota Timberwolves front office. Is Tim doing everything to hurt our feelings? Yes. This is Harrison. You say you don't hate the Minnesota Timberwolves. Just wait. I don't hate them. I hate them even less after this move. Oh my God. You know that that's not us though. They're them and we're us. Uh, so there's a video that Ryan Green put together of us saying, hi, me and Adam saying, Hello to Tim Connolly at Summer League when he was sitting courtside. In the video, he was sitting next to Wilson Chandler. Yep, yep, yeah. I got to got to say what's up to him. Um, I it does suck, man. I like Wilson Chandler. It's a bummer that uh, he will be a beloved Timberwolf uh, front office exec now. Mm-hmm. So, um, who's Calvin got a he's got a counter? Who could he can he go get to counter? Was Mike Miller is an agent, but that would be great. Yeah, he's too, he's, he's got to get big. Kevin Garnett. Yo, we, did you do you guys talk about on the show Jason Terry becoming an assistant? That's right in yeah. Utah. Yeah, what did the Nuggets let him get away, man? How did Denver let him get away to Utah, man? 
all I know. What's going on here, Denver? We got to keep it in the family. It's so funny. Like Denver you, sheds, sheds assistant coaches, just like water <laughs> off the back of a duck. It's just like they, they're here and they send them off in the world in, in turbo form just to other teams, anywhere that needs them. It's terrible. Um, well, we got some good questions here, guys, and I want to get into these because, you know, we put out the mailbag. People really came through this time. Uh, NBA trays, NBA trays. He's let me see if I can. Um, can you actually Harrison share screen here? Pull up that that thing. And then as I say, them, you can kind of pull them up here. Let me scroll down to NBA. Put up the, uh, the one the that is, as I say. Them. So NBA Trey oh. says, would you rather the Nuggets win the championship this year or wait until 2025 and they go back to back? Ooh, this is the old. Give a child a marshmallow, and in 15 minutes, you can have two marshmallows. This is a Eric. championship in the hand is worth two in the bush, is it not? <laughs> well, this but the, the thing, the, yeah, the thing here is that we know for sure that they're going back to back. Of course, you choose back to back if it's an assurance. So yeah. What kind of question is this? Is one better than two? Is the question? <laughs> is one now better than two later? Harrison, <laughs> no, how do you feel? <laughs> It's like no. it's like if you, you make yeah. the choice, but then your memory gets erased. You don't know. You still have to sweat it out. But you get to make the choice now. What are you yeah, choosing? Yeah, that's even better. Then we get to, in a realistic way, win two championships back-to-back. <laughs> it sucked that Nikola Jokic didn't win the MVP when he was fourth in the voting. But then the years after that, he got <laughs> two true. in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I would take the championship right now. I'd take <laughs> oh it right God. now. <laughs> Um, because the world might be over in, I guess I'll go with Eric and say two in 2025. Maybe they'll be on TV. Maybe they'll be on TV by then. We'll have a, we'll actually get to watch them together. Like my, my family will watch together. Um, <laughs> you have to take two. It is a funny, course, weird question. That probably what what kind of question is this? <laughs> Morena ask a first teamer. Morena. She asks. What's your most outlandish prediction for the season that you 100% believe? So this is half-court heaves. You don't 100% believe. But this is a bold one, but you have to 100% believe it. Do you know? What do you, what do you got here, D-Line? I think my boldest prediction is that the Nuggets will, at minimum, make it to the Western Conference Finals. At minimum. At minimum. Is that that bold? Whoa, big market wind coming in. <laughs> I mean, you guys know where I stand on that. <laughs> well, we've all we've all bet on the Nuggets to win the championship. That is the half court heave. That is to achieve heights that we can even imagine because we've never seen it before. But to make it to the Western Conference Championship, they've only done that three times or two uh, times. Also, also, Eric, their odds are like really low. They're like down there with the Memphis Grizzlies to do that. So it actually is a very bold take that you're hundred percent confident. That one, very good one. Harrison. Thank you. My bold take is Nikola Jokic is going to win MVP again. You guys, you guys, I've said this before. This isn't even that bold or surprising to people on the show. Let me just run through it again. Nikola Jokic is going to play in 75-plus games. The Nuggets are going to be incredibly good next season. He's going to put up ridiculous stats. His efficiency is going to be through the roof. And he's not, like I said, going to get hurt. I don't even have to knock on wood for that. Like, he is going to be in the conversation again, and it's maybe going to be an undeniable case again. I, I, I'm telling you. I no I like that one. I still think the better thing is he's going to have his best MVP season, be the definitive, yes. and not going to win it. And it, yes. it might be close, but this is going to be the one where people finally are just like, 
they're they're peer press. You know how it is. This thing, everybody's like, oh, it's groupthink. It's gonna be groupthink in the other direction this year, where everyone's like, you better not vote for Jokic, or we're gonna come after you. Yeah. Steve Nash. It's unbelievable. This isn't one I 100% believe, but I kind of 100% believe it. Michael Porter will be the team's second leading scorer. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Porter, man, he's just a scorer. I think he's. Part of this is. I, I mean, look, is he going to play more than 40 games? I don't know. But I could see him having like an incredible October, November, December that it's just like on an average, it ends up averaging out to be like 22 points per game. And that's higher than Jamal's 20, 20 points per game or something. Who is going to be the one media person to try to make the take that MPJ is actually the Nuggets best player after he gets uh. off to a hot start? Uh, and it's like leading the team in scoring after the first couple weeks we're we're past that man like i honestly because there was the gary harris you know like our guy Vic, i love him but he did have the gary harris is actually better than Jokic take like in 2016 or something like we're past that like it's too undeniable now to to try to pull that tomfoolery out um so that was a good one marina next one the jokers ask uh how many Jokic ejections will we see this upcoming season Jokic ejections. Three. No, no. Three. I'm sorry. How many Malone ejections? Malone ejections. Oh. Well, that's very different. <laughs> yeah. Because to be honest, like we, Alec Gwynn did the uh, super cut, right? And it was like eight yeah. ejections. It was so like disappointingly few. Yeah. yeah. It is few. Malone he, doesn't like to lose money. Malone, he didn't. Malone, he doesn't like to lose money. And every time he gets an ejection, it's always intentional. Like yeah. he's, he uh, is, yeah. he's, he's he, a hot he head. He makes him worth it. Which, by the way, did you watch? The, like, every time I see it, it makes me smile. Every single time I see Michael Malone getting ejected, apoplectic, can't be contained, walks off the court, and then immediately accepts a chocolate from. Uh, <laughs> it's incredible. It is great. And then he, it, like, up, he's like, thank you. And then just keeps going because he's like, obviously not actually angry. I'm going to go two. I'm going to go two. I think Malone, and they're both yeah. planned. Like I got a yes, pl- yeah. The pandemic, yes. One mad at the team, one mad at the referees. Yeah, I'm gonna say probably something similar to that. Very low though. I, I think very low. I think we're gonna get a different Michael Malone this year. Oh. That's my prediction. <laughs> All right, I have a bold new, prediction. No, we're not. Man. <laughs> I think we're gonna get Mike Malone, not I Mike. I think Malone. we're getting the same goddamn Michael Malone that we've always we're had. We're getting Mike Malone this year. An absolute lunatic when he gets like enraged and stressed. For sure, it's happening. Come Mikey on. Malone this year. Let's see. <laughs> you see a lot of like forty-eight-year-olds that just change. They turn over a new leaf at this point in their life. When the pressure's the highest, they're just like, you know what? I do yoga now. Uh, John Stamp says, who do you want to see Denver play in their home opener? Assuming Jamal Murray, Michael Mm. Porter return, plus Jokic MVP ceremony of sorts. How many will Jamal score in his first eight games? Well, these are a couple different ones. So let's just start with this one. How, who do you want them to play for their home opener? I like this question. Suns again. Suns again. That was great. Beat the tar out of the Suns. It was a great start to the season. Harris, I mean, the Suns, like, you might lose. That's a tough one. So, you know. It's, yeah, but it's then like, if you win, you like, you just want a cupcake? I'm saying that's Look, usually homecoming. I mean, yeah. It's like homecoming. Let's We're going to do the ceremony. Let's get a nice 20-point right. win. My, my real win. answer is um, the Houston Rockets. That's my real answer. Uh, <laughs> my, my fake answer is the Minnesota Timberwolves. That, that, that's like. That's the right that, answer. Yeah. 
That's the right answer, actually, and it is a tough one. But here's the thing. Who drafted Nikola Jokic? Do you guys remember? Uh, was it uh, Tim Connolly? It was Tim Conley. If you're going to hand a two-time MVP an award and do a ceremony, like, don't you think Tim uh, Conley should be there to kind of like shake his hand and do the thing? Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Yep. All right. Yep. He should. You're right. It, he should. It's got to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. Right. Um, that would be a good first one. Although I will say it's tough. Minnesota teams might figure out as time goes on playing them early. They might look really good early. Well, it'll, it'll be a tough one. Um, I like this one. So the, the St. John Nam says it as well. How many points did Jamal score in his first game against Phoenix? I love this one. And, and he also <laughs> asked, do you think he circled that specific game on the calendar? Harrison, I'll let you go first. <laughs> well, we know Phoenix is the game that most Nuggets players try to return against um, or to return for. How many points would he score against Phoenix? Probably like 28. Ooh. That's a lot of yeah. points. That's yeah. a lot of points. A lot of goddamn points. Holy yeah. smokes! I have faith. I, I, see, oh man, think about Eric. Jamal. Do you think he, he has just, it circled? I think he will have it circled like the week before. I, I don't think it's like yeah. circled right now when he looks. At I don't think he has it circled. I don't think so. I just think like when it's coming up, he's like, oh, okay, all right. But it's not like, oh man, three months out, three yeah. months out, just three short months, and we get yeah. our. But it's like every time he's like gets to go up against Booker, it's like, like he just wants to cook him like he always does. I think it'll be 26 points. It'll be a good game. It'll be a bit for you have to figure the first time they play, it'll probably be in the first third of the season. Murray probably not 100%, 100% back. Uh, Matthew Camaro asks, I asked this question last season as well. How many King of the Game awards do you think each nugget will receive this upcoming season? Let's see. Jokic mm. uh, has to be talked so, out of being king of the game. So, so there are 80, 82 games. Uh, um, Yoke's probably going to win like 72 60 plus. Yeah, It's <laughs> the best when you watch the game and you're like, oh my God, Aaron Gordon was amazing. 26 yeah, yeah. points. 12 points. Like, what was Yoke's stat line? Oh, 35, 14, and 9 on 90% shooting. Like, oh, well. It's the quietest 45 I've ever seen. Yeah, well, I guess we have to give it to AG. Um, yeah. All right. How does it break down, Harrison? So, I mean, Yoke's going to win like 75% of them, I think. He's not, though. Um, we, we don't, he has this higher standard. Okay. Um, I'll right, say the guy who gets the second most. Do non Jokic win, winners. I'll just say who's going to, here's who's going to win the second most um, Michael Porter. He's going to win the second most. Whoa. Because. We, we know what we think of Porter quarters. We know what you think of Porter quarters. He's going to have a lot of them, and that's going to weigh heavily on the king of the game decision. Uh, D-line? Dude, it's going to be – Murray will have the second most, no question. Uh, Jokic will, like I said, will win over 60 game balls, no question about that either. <laughs> then it's going to be Jamal Murray with like 10 or so, and then it's like Bones has two – Porter has four. I mean, like even when Porter had good games, you had, the problem with all of these players is that they have to get over Nikola Jokic, which is <laughs> difficult. That's very difficult. Even if your best game, it has to outshine Nikola Jokic. That's also problem. what's the most common quarter for a Porter quarter? Uh, I don't remember. Is it the really? third quarter, first quarter? The first, the first quarter. He just always would have these big first quarters, and then it was. Yeah. So it's hard to win a game ball when it's like. Because he doesn't know if he's going to get taken off the floor in the fourth for his defense. I think I'll go 
Jamal gets 10. Michael Porter gets seven. Aaron Gordon gets four. Bones Highland gets six. Oh, and then the rest. And then then the rest are mostly Jokic. And then like, yeah, like we're going to have like Uh, Bruce Brown. Got got Oh, unbelievable. Game saving steal. You know, king of the game. (laughs) Um, The stands. Yeah. Uh, Different man, horseman asks. We've seen lots of guys who were awesome nuggets, but were out of the league after they left Denver. Two questions with that in mind. First one: Which current player is most likely to be out of the league if he's not a Nugget? Um, we'll start with that one, Eric. What this Nuggets player? One, Eric. You take them off the Nuggets, they're not a no, Nugget. Is, they're not going to be. Uh, it, it's Vladko Chancho. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. It is same agent as Jokic's buddy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I love the guy, but I don't know if he'd be on another roster. I wonder if if Misko. That's how he added him. Like to his agency list, he's like, I got to find a guy that I can coerce into getting these contracts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Vlatko. Give me a the real only player, two though. teams. The only two teams he could be possibly on are, of course, Denver and Minnesota. Okay, and there, and and uh, Chicago. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Is there anyone else that you feel like? What about just like greatly diminished? Is there a player that you think is elevated so heavily by Jokic? that's on the team right now let me see i, I kind of don't think so to be honest I, there's not no the, the only previous the- versions of the nuggets i think there were uh, yeah right now like the nuggets are mostly Mark guys Tower that were just added year. they were very recently yeah. added so um all right what about this which current nba player would be an awesome nugget i mean this is like most of the nba right uh steph curry would be an awesome nugget man that'd be dope <laughs> roll i think what he means is players that are not awesome who would be awesome in denver I see. Uh, Kenny Hustle, man. Kenrich Williams. I know he's kind of awesome already, but he would be great here. He would be great. Um, oh, my God. I can't remember his name now. The the the. Oh, Jesus. Let me think about I'm, this for a second. I, Dylan Brooks. Bertans. An awesome Bertans. Really? I don't yes. Know. I don't we know. wanted Davis Bertans so badly. Until... Jokic Bertans' front court is getting smoked. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, you're right. But he would, he would hit so many – so many spot up shots like he would you remember how lethal he was until he went and signed that huge contract and then he yeah. became terrible i mean when he was on the spurs lonzo balls obviously my answer i think the best world is for him to be on the nuggets that would be the best thing for him is there anybody else yeah josh giddy he'd be an awesome nugget <laughs> josh giddy <laughs> your boy uh last one here this is a really cool one i've never heard this question asked before nino hinogan says with the current roster what is the best lineup that maximizes MPJ's skill set? We always talk about maximizing Jokic's skill set. What lineup maximizes MPJ's skill set? Harrison, I'll let you go first. Uh, Jokic, Murray, MPJ, maybe the starters. <laughs> KCP and Aaron Gordon. Or, or Bruce next, Brown and Aaron thing. Gordon. Here's the thing. I'm just, I think that's a great lineup. But it's not a great MPJ lineup. Well, I think he's saying like a lineup designed to both be good, but also make him as featured as possible. Well, okay. I mean, I was thinking about putting the two best defenders on the floor next to him. So let's say Bruce Brown and Aaron Gordon. You could maybe even put KCP on there as well. Yeah. And then... I think Bones and MPJ could be a deadly combo as well. I'm on this. I'm already predicting it. That should have been my bold take. Bones unlocks MPJ. 
Holy yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I love this, uh, this beautiful vision of the, the season that you have. I'm, I'm in on this hundred percent. Yeah, you're right. Like to make, to make MPJ. I mean, that's the thing. MPJ, he just needs to be able to have wide open shots and he needs to be able to have defensive pressure taken off of him. And then right. everything else is just like if he's just able to stand out there, catch the basketball, shoot the basketball, like not have to create for himself, be able to uh, not worry about necessarily boxing out, but like go and hunt rebounds, uh, offensive right. rebounds. Like that's I mean, that's the winning combination and, and be able to, you know, from time to time cut to the basket, like take advantage of his length and his uh, his speed. Like and that's Jokic. Right. So I think I would go Bones, KCP, Bruce Brown, uh, MPJ, Jokic. I think I would go with that with Bones. But to me, is Bones, Jokic the two-man game? And then it's no different. Yeah, it's got to be Murray. It's got to be Murray. It's Murray. No, 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 no. I think it, it can't be Murray. I think it's got to be. Because he would I'm, shoot more? Yeah. Again, this is not the best lineup. This is the best MPJ-centric lineup. <laughs> where He shines and the team is both good. I'm going to get a little crazy here. I think it's the Bones one I just said, but. I'll give a secondary one that could be it. Bruce Brown at point guard. Remember, he's a ball handler. Like he's not mm -hmm. a point guard traditionally, but Jokic is the point guard. So Bruce Brown. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say I think Bruce Brown is actually going to play more point guard than people think this really? season. From what I've heard, Bruce Brown. It's tough because there's not a good to make this lineup work. There's not a good guy. So Bruce Brown is going to be there. Contavious Caldwell Pope is going to be there. Maybe Christian Brown would be the three here. The reason I'm doing this is because you need Porter to be in the four spot. So I'll say Bruce Brown, uh, KCP, Christian Brown, Michael Porter, and Jokic. It's the Jokic-Porter <laughs> lineup. It's that Those two are the main guys. Everybody else is competent at spacing the floor and playing defense. That That's the one. So I think I would go with the first one with Bones, but I'll go with that one as a sneaky, weird second one. Oh the good God. news is we'll never see that lineup at all. Never once. With That's Christian Brown, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> I would go with like DeAndre Jordan at center, but like oh that's God. not going to work. I, I was trying oh to think of God. a way to get Jokic off the court so that he's the main offensive. Oh, my God. Did you see the Nuggets put, had a graphic that was like, welcome to Denver, DeAndre Jordan. He was wearing like a poncho. It was like looked in like a what? ridiculous hat in this. He was – because he was dressed, they like got a photo of him from like the sidelines. He wasn't dressed like a, in his basketball uniform, so he looked like a. I don't know. They he looked got like him a, in a photo where he was getting a DNP. Basically, yes. And I was like, oh god damn it! Like it just felt so bad. <laughs> like this is the idiot what, we signed. No. What are the odds the Nuggets bring back Boogie? But it's just not till like March. They're like. We can only handle this for like six weeks. Like we're going to get yeah, it like, right. Yeah, we only have so many technical fouls we're able to get as a organization. I can see it. I don't even know if it's legal. I can't remember what the rules are there since he was a Nugget. But I, I could see them at the end of the year being like, God damn it, we need Boogie. Bring him back. He's, nobody else wanted him. We'll, we'll, we'll get him. It'd actually be great. Um, yeah. <laughs> winning a title, like I don't even – it's the weirdest transformation is I'm kind of pro-Boogie. You know, like I, I never would have guessed it. I'm pro boogie. We now. couldn't, we couldn't get over this fact. This fact, like every time that we were praising boogie, we were like, "Who are we? Like, what, who would, do, do we have the no weirdest player for you to have to do?" Is Kyle Kuzma? Like the Nuggets got Kyle Kuzma? Oh, no, God. no, Kyle Kuzma's so past the person he was in LA. The Lakers stayed. It would be fine. All the Lakers stayed has has washed off. Russell Westbrook. If you just like it, no, it'd be it'd be like James Harden. 
for sure. Oh, oh that's right. That's the number God. one. You're right. If the Nuggets uh, got James Harden, but it like kicked ass, it'd be the ultimate like. Oh yeah. Whew, what are we, we doing like, here? We do we have any uh, principles at all? And it turns yeah, out we do we have any percent. integrity left? Nothing. Like wow, he's so much better than Jamal Murray. This is oh, perfect. My God. Like, oh, no. Yoke's got to get the ball to James Harden more. Clear out of there, Yoke. <laughs> He's cooking. That was a foul. Call the foul. <laughs> do you close without you? Or, or if we had to talk ourselves into the cheap bullshit that Chris Paul pulls. Oh, oh my God. You've seen the trans- you've I'll seen- take Chris Paul. I'll take Chris Paul. I'll take, I'll oh. take Chris Paul. You've seen I what don't it's know done. if I could do it, man. I don't know. You've seen what it's done to our, our uh, counterparts in Phoenix. Like now they're I like, know, man. Oh, I feel yeah, so Chris bad. Paul, like, Oh yeah, like he's just savvy. He's just a smart player. You're like you bastards. You sold out. What about Kyrie? Oh god, that would be it. Would be so amazing to watch Kyrie Irving play basketball on your behalf. He is so he's such an artist. Incredible to watch basketball. (laughs) To watch him play, and he would like destroy the team. Like the second the game ended, would be like, oh no, like here it comes. (laughs) Like now. Would Kyrie now it all like falls or apart. Hate our show? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he'd be a reoccurring guest. I could a actually see guest. it. Kyrie, let's bring him in. All I right, mean, guys. If he's on that... Reddit, he'd hate it. I mean, <laughs> guys, that does it for a full week of the DNVR Nuggets podcast. We made it. Another <sighs> week of offseason in the books, fellas. We are inching closer. What did Miroslav tell us? We're only like three and a half weeks away from watching Jokic play basketball. Can you guys believe it? Doesn't feel right. I give I give that that he notion alone. That notion alone gets five hundred Miroslav points as far as <laughs> more points than the uh, the water <laughs> the polo basketball. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Um, hit that like button on the way out. Do us a favor if you can. Uh, rate review uh, us on the Apple Podcast app. It only takes a second. You go on the podcast. You go. It says write a review. Five stars. Say something nice about D line. He need he needs it. You guys. He needs it. A little little, little thing. Maybe something about Harrison's undisclosed location. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.